Hey guys, welcome to the first ever Team Lacrosse Academy podcast. My name is Coach Katie and I am your host. I'm super, super excited about this. This is something that we have been wanting to do for so long um, and we are finally doing it. So I'm super pumped about it and I hope you guys are too. Um, if there's ever a topic or a question or anything that you'd like to talk about, please feel free to email us. You can uh, DM us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it might be. We want to hear from you guys. We want to answer your questions and, and talk about the uh, talk about the things that you want to talk about. Uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and dive right in. So podcast number one. Um, what to talk about, right? Like, how do you decide? <laughs> uh, well, we decided that we really wanted to talk about um, mentorship. It's in our name. TEAM stands for Together Educating Athletes Through Mentorship. Uh, so we really wanted to talk about that mentorship component um, and have that kind of be the cornerstone of, of this podcast. Um, I think it's something that's totally being lost and forgotten about in youth sports. Um, and I think it's arguably one of the most important aspects of it. Um, I think parents are putting emphasis on the wrong things. I think coaches are putting emphasis on the wrong things. And I think that as a direct result, we have athletes obviously putting emphasis on the wrong things. Um, so, so first, you know, kind of like, what does mentorship really mean? Like, what does that entail? And I personally think that, um, when you're mentoring someone, you know, you're, you're building their confidence, you're showing them the real world application of what they're doing. Um, you're making a personal investment in them. Um, and just teaching them a lot of life skills, like self-awareness, how to articulate themselves in a tough situation, um, and, and learning how to take responsibility. I think there's obviously a lot more to it than that. Um, I think it's guiding them to help prep them for their life. And I think it's with sports, like that's such a unique vehicle to use to teach those things. Um, and I guess a lot of coaches don't feel like there's any return or any benefit for that. And I think that that's so false. I think anytime you take a personal investment in a kid, uh, whether they really consciously realize that that's what you're doing, they're, they're going to feel that. They're going to feel important. They're going to feel special. They're going to feel a part of the team, of your plan. They're going to feel heard. They're going to feel seen. And I think just in doing that, it's, they're going to perform better. Like they're going to want to perform better. They're going to put in extra time. Um, and you know, your communication, whether it's lacrosse or any other sport, I think, you know, communication is such a integral part of any team. Um, you know, when you're mentoring and you're, again, that's another way that you're communicating with them. It's another way that you're getting to know them, that you're learning their personality and you're learning their learning style and you're learning how they communicate and you're learning what they respond to and what they don't respond to. And I think, you know, as a, as a coach, there are just so many benefits to being a good mentor and yeah, it's a little bit more work and yeah, it requires you to put yourself out there and um, cause I think a lot of people forget too, that just because you're a coach doesn't mean that you're not insecure when you are on the field. I mean, I know the first time that I stepped onto a field to really coach it with, it was with college athletes and I was really nervous. I mean, I, I remembered how 
tough I was on coaches. So I was nervous to get that and to not be able to, uh, you know, hold my own. So I think, you know, coaches might, I think in some instances, coaches are very nervous, you know, they, they don't want to get made fun of and, you know, high school girls, college girls, y'all can be brutal. So, um, I think, you know, coaches, we do need to put ourselves out there too. Um, I think that's also part of mentoring, you know, empathy, showing, hey, yeah, I struggle with the same stuff. I might be older than you, but what you're dealing with now, it doesn't just go away because you get older. You know, it's, it, (laughs) we still deal with a lot of the same issues. You know, am I pretty enough? Am I enough? Am I smart enough? Do I fit in? Do they like me? Um, You know, those are all questions that still come up in my life now at 27. And I'm sure at 37, they'll probably still be there too. So I think to mentor means to not only guide in, but it's also, Hey, learn from my mistakes. Hey, like let's, let's bear our souls to these kids. Like let's, let's be honest and truthful. They, they're good at seeing through the bullshit. So I think it's, I think it's super important. I think that's all part of mentorship and, and it, you know, as a coach, you're only going to benefit from that. You're going to have better relationships with your athletes. They're going to want to perform better for you. And it's just going to be a better, more positive environment. Um, so the question I get the most whenever I talk about mentorship is coach Katie. Yeah, that's great. Like totally get it. But how, like how I, I understand the why I understand the value, but how, like, how do I do this at practice? Like, how do I do this on a day to day drill by drill, minute by minute. Um, And (laughs) when I sat down to like write out sort of the outline for this podcast, that was the part that honestly took me the longest because, um, you know, to try to really break it down and give specific examples to people of how they can mentor. Um, So I just listed off a couple of things that I do. Obviously, it's not going to work for everybody. Obviously, you got to make it your own. Um, but I think one of the most critical pieces of being a good mentor is explaining why, why are we doing something? Why is it important? So in lacrosse, you know, we, we start with a lot of like very small sided skills, like a ground ball drill or stick work drill. And the effort level in those drills, especially by more advanced players is, is usually lacking. Um, until you tell them why, like, why does it matter to do it at game speed? Why does the drill we're doing matter? Why do I need to be doing this? Like I know how to throw and catch. So like, why do I need to do this? And I think explaining that and being super transparent with your players, um, it gets everybody on the same page. It also helps them to start making connections on their own between those really small sided drills and the overall big picture of game application which is going to translate to life of like, hey, why do I uh, say thank you? Why do I answer texts? Why do I show up five minutes early? And the overall big picture is that's your character. Like, what do you want to be known for? It's always good to be early. You know, like just things like that, I think. But when you can explain it to them in a very, um, you know, with sports, you have a very, like I said, you have a very, a unique vehicle in order to teach all of these things, you again can show very small sided uh, life skills and uh, almost like a positivity vacuum <laughs> um, where you can protect them and, and coddle them and 
really show them how all of this works together. And then when you start getting consistent with them about it, like they start applying this to other aspects of their life. Um, I think the other, you know, in terms of explaining drills, not just explaining the why, but also explaining the drill different ways. So there's three major learning styles. There's auditory, visual, and kinesthetic. Um, auditory, they learn by hearing. Visual, they learn by seeing. Kinesthetic, they learn by doing. Um, I personally explain every single drill that I do, no matter how simple or complex, all three ways. Uh, because you're going to get people who just get it one way and maybe don't get it the other way. And if you only do it one way, uh, you're going to, you're going to have athletes that just aren't, that just aren't getting there. That, that would be if you just took an extra two minutes to explain it their way. A lot of coaches explain drills the way that they learn, uh, because they think that that makes the most sense. But again, um, most of your players are going to be visual or kinesthetic learners. So if you're only explaining drills verbally, you're missing a lot of them. Um, and to take it a step further, I think, you know, obviously there's three learning styles, but what kids respond to, like, that's a very individualized thing. Um, kids don't react to criticism the same way. They don't, uh, respond to pressure the same way. They don't respond, uh, to outside variables the same way. They're all very different. Um, so I think an important thing as a coach is to see what each of your kids responds to. Like, do, you know, some kids really respond to being reamed out, you know, like, Hey, pull your head out of your ass. Like, what the hell are you doing? I was that kid. Uh, but other kids that would absolutely be so detrimental to them. So you can't do like, you shouldn't do that. Um, and I think again, when you're learning to speak their individual languages, that shows a personal investment in them. And again, they're going to try to meet you halfway when they see that you're, um, most of them. I mean, obviously not, not all kids, but, um, I also think I have kids explain drills back to me. Um, I ask them to explain because sometimes me explaining doesn't get through to everyone. And sometimes hearing it from a captain or from a more senior member of a team or even from a freshman, you know, whatever it is, it helps get the point across. It also, when that athlete has to explain the drill, um, they're learning it better. Because anytime you have to turn around and teach something to someone else, you're going to learn. You're going to learn. Um, I also ask them sometimes, you know, if it's a group that I've been working with for a while, instead of ex me explaining the why, I ask them, hey, why do you think we're doing this? Tell me why you think we're doing this. Um, it asks, you know, by doing that, I'm asking them to articulate their thought process. So they're learning how to articulate themselves to a group of people and an authoritative figure. Um, it also helps me learn their thought process so that I understand why they're making the decisions they're making on the field. It's going to help me better communicate with them. It's going to help me better anticipate uh, in future situations as a coach on what they might do. It's going to help their teammates anticipate what they might do in different situations because they're all, again, learning each other's thought processes. And when you're making them explain to each other, they're learning from each other and they're growing together as a team. So you're now you're starting to incorporate so many different aspects of that mentorship component that we talked about, um, that I think, you know, and then it starts just kind of flowing and it kind of just starts building on top of each other. Um, obviously there's a ton of ways to incorporate mentorship into your programs, but 
I think that that those are just a few great places to start uh, from there. You know, every team that I coach is different. So I coach differently every time um, based on what the team needs. I think just being flexible as a coach, um, taking a step back and not focusing so much on just your sport. Um, I think overall you're going to get you're going to get better athletes and you're going to produce, um, your team's just going to produce more. So, well, that's it for today's first episode. Again, we're so excited to be doing this. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes and on Spotify, and we will see you next week. Thanks so much, guys.